Hello everybody, welcome to the Weekly Word. I am excited because I'm here in Houston, Texas. Just got finished doing the Crowned Conference. God is doing amazing things and we are pressing forward in the kingdom and kingdom advancement. I am excited because this is part three of the series that I'm doing on the heavenly doors, 24 heavenly doors in 2024. Yes, God is giving you the keys to open up those heavenly doors and access the heavenly blessings. You want to learn to live under the covenant blessing, being in that relationship with God in such a way that you know he's going to make all provision for you. It is time for the church to stop prostituting God and continuing to ask him, Lord, this is what I need, what I need, what I need. Instead, come under his covering, his covenant blessing, and allow him in that relationship, in his presence, to just release to you everything that you need. Listen, he knows what you need before you even ask him. Now he's getting ready to give you a few more keys for 2024. I'm going to roll out uh, five new keys today, I think, and then we will finish up next week and we will do the final few keys. So we get 24 doors in 2024. So let me share with you right now. So I ended last week on door number 16. Well, today is, uh, I'm going to speak on a few doors. One of those is door 17. What is the key that opens the heavenly door number 17? It's Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom for the same measure that we use, the same measure we meet, it shall be measured to us again. So this is living in the full measure of God. So when he says, give and it shall be given unto you, full measure, okay? He's saying, I need you to live in the measure of complete fullness, okay? So we give from the realms of heaven. Don't give from earthly uh, treasure or earthly resources. Give from heavenly resources. The measure we use, in other words, the more you press into abundancy and the realms of heaven, the more you'll have to release. This is a key that most people don't understand. They think it means give your earthly resources till there's absolutely nothing left and then God's going to fill your cup. That's not what it means. It means that you're tapping into the measure of heaven and heaven's measure is complete, total, full, and never ending. It is a measure. It is a storehouse that never runs out. So whew, imagine the measure that you have now. Now you have a storehouse that never runs out. So what is your measure, by the way? Your measure is the measure of your faith that you have a storehouse that never runs out. That's your measure. And that's one of the keys of opening the treasures of heaven or the heavenly doors. And God wanted me to give you 24 gifts from heaven. And so this is one of them. You got to change your thinking. You got to access the measure of heaven and it is without measure. Okay. So he's saying, I want you to increase your faith and tap into the heavenly measure, and then you're going to be able to pour into the earth. So stop thinking about, this is what I have in earth. This is what I'm going to give. That's wrong thinking. That means you're trying to tap out earth blessing. 
No, it's not what you have in your hand that determines what's going to take place. It's what your faith is for what you have in heaven. So you're tapping into heavenly resources. You're putting a measure of faith. The measure you use in faith in faith will be measured to you. It's the substance of faith that determines the outcome of faith, right? So do, so stop looking at, how, at, at you giving only from what you have. You got to give from the treasures of heaven. Come on, I'm getting excited already. Can you see how this is opening a heavenly door? You're trying to access heavenly places. You can't do that from an earthly mindset. You got to change your mindset to eternal. If any of this is confusing to you, you need to be getting my book, Heavenly Portals, how eternity impacts your past, present, and your future. It's full redemption. You've walked into that measure. The question is, do you believe you've walked into it or is your measure only what you have in your pocketbook, right? And it's not. Your measure is endless. You know, this past week, it was crazy. A couple of things happened to me. I kept finding $20 bills. They would like not stop. Every time I looked there in my in my bag, there was another $20 bill. These $20 bills just kept coming and they kept coming. I was like, where's this $20 bill coming from? I was like, wait, I thought I counted that. That $20 bill's not supposed to be there. Boom, there's another $20 bill. This has happened to me so many times. Dimes. Sometimes there's dimes and there's dimes that are overflowing. I'll take all the dimes out of my wallet and then all of a sudden I look back and there's all these dimes that are there. I don't know where these dimes come from. It's super natural measure. So, so the measure you use, and I'm using me measure of faith. I'm not using the measure of what I currently have. If you do that, you're always going to be limited. Our earthly resources are always limited. Our heavenly resources are unlimited, okay? So you're getting a lesson on the principle and the power of giving. And of course, I've been talking about the principle of first fruits. If you've been watching my Facebook page here, my YouTube, every week I've been doing a video on the power of first fruits. Are you first fruit giving? Have you given your first fruit yet? Remember Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your first fruits. Honor the Lord. I'm sorry. Honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruits of all of your increase, then your bars will be overflowing and your vats filled with new wine. Listen, if you haven't given your first fruit offering yet, consider where God is asking you to give it. If you don't know what ground to give it to, we will happily receive it here at Candace Smithman Ministries. Here, we support children who are sex trafficked. So we pull children out of orphanage, uh, pull them off the streets and put them in orphanages, places like Venezuela. We are in Kenya. We are in, um, oh my gosh, so many, Costa Rica, so many different places. We partner with organizations that pull, pull children out of sex trafficking. Come on, if you're concerned about kids and you want to see them in safe places, growing, learning, and understanding, you can partner with us on doing that. And we also sew into prison ministry because we believe that God is changing and saving and healing those that are in prisons. So that's another way you can help out. There's church planning. There's other media outreaches. And so if you haven't yet sown your first fruit, sow it today. You're not too late. Sowing a first fruit means you're sanctifying every other gift that you give the Lord after this one. Every tithe is sanctified. A first fruit is the whole of something. 
What are you making an hour? Is it $8? Then give the Lord $8. It's the first of something. What are you making a day? $80? Give God $80. What are you making a week? $800? Give God $800. So let him tell you if he wants a day's wage, a week's wage, an hour's wage, a year's wage, but it's the whole of something. Maybe it's your first sale. Maybe it's your first book. I just sold a whole bunch of books here at the Crown Conference, uh, my brand new book release. 365 prophetic revelations from the Hebrew calendar. I gave away a hundred copies of the book while I was here. I sowed a first fruit. So that is the sowing of a first of something. That was my first time getting the book. So I sowed it back to the people. So this is a way that I said, Lord, thank you. I want all the book sales to be sanctified on 365 prophetic revelation. So I'm going to sow it. I'm going to build a foundation. And then from there, you're going to put increase on top of it. Whew, I haven't I haven't gotten away from the doors. I'm about ready to give you door number 18. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I kind of got off just a little bit, but I'm back. I'm back. Let's get back. Door 18. A key to door 18 that opens the heavenly doors. Let me tell you about that. That is follow peace with all men and holiness. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. That is Hebrews chapter 12, okay? So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we serve the Lord with holiness, all right? Holiness. He wants us to follow peace and holiness. If you follow peace and holiness, you are going to tap in to the things of God. That's so important to the Lord. That's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. That's where you're going to find that. So let's keep ourselves holy, pure, righteous. Assess your thoughts. Assess what you're feeling. Properly position yourself in that place of holiness. Pursue peace with others. It's there that you're going to tap in to the kingdom. You're going to tap in to heaven. Okay, so let's now go to door number 19. Okay. Let's see what door number 19 is. I'm sorry, I kind of lost my place here. Let's see, door number door number 19. And every day, God has been giving me a key here for 24 days, all right? We're not yet at the 24th day. This is why I'm only giving you so many, okay? So door number 19, the key to access that door is Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, all right? And that is heal the sick, Cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, now freely give. So the key to accessing this door, door number 19, is give your spiritual gift away. Come on. Don't worship your spiritual gift. It was a gift that God gave you that he might pass it on to others. You're blessed to be a blessing. So take your spiritual gift and use it. Use it for what? Use it for the faith, in the faith, okay? Your substance is your faith. Faith is a substance. Faith to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast out devils. Take what you know about heaven, about the power of heaven, about the power of loving others, honoring God, and blessing others, and pour that out in using your spiritual gifts. Come on, I'm getting excited right now because somebody's getting an impartation. The Lord has given you the spiritual gift of healing. 
The Lord has given you the spiritual gift of giving. He's giving you the spiritual gift of hospitality, of administration, of prophecy, of apostleship, of pastoring, of teaching, of running small groups, of being a facilitator, of feeding the homeless, of doing mission work, of doing ministries and nations. He is giving you a gift. And with that gift, you freely received it from him. And you're going to pass that on. Now, the idea is don't let your gift become your identity. Come on, I'm ministering to somebody right now. Your gift is not who you are. Your gift is what he does through you. Who you are is who you are in him. It's not what you do, it's who you are in him. And then who you are in him, from that level of faith, then flows the magnitude of the gift that you have to release on the earth. Now, he freely gave you this gift. You didn't work for it. You didn't have to give money for it. You didn't have to do a dance for it. You didn't have to do anything for it. He just went down to the depths of hell and then he ascended. And the word says that he gave gifts to men. And you were one of those who received it, men and women. So I am so excited for you today. So what you freely given, go out and you what you freely received from God, what you were given by him, turn around and give that back out. All right, here's the key to door number 20. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28, the word says, wherefore we receiving a kingdom, in other words, we've received a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Now, this is powerful. You see, the Lord wants you to revere him. That word revere is the word it's a it's a powerful word for fearing God. Okay, so many times you'll read, uh, fearing God, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Okay, that word fear is shaky, creates a, a, a trembling about us. It means to reverence God, to honor him. So this is saying that we need to serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Okay, we need to know that we are called to serve the Lord. We're called to serve the King. And we have received the stewardship of his kingdom. He chose to do that for us. He's the King and he chose us to be ambassadors or stewards of his kingdom. And what we have freely received from his kingdom, we need to freely give. Okay. He says, we're living in this realm of grace and we're called to serve God acceptably and with reverence and with fear, okay? That means take a good look at yourself. How much do you honor God? How much do you honor you who honors God? In other words, there's a culture of honor that is established if we want to see kingdom be made manifest on the earth. This culture of honor means we not only honor God, we honor others, we honor the gifts that God has given each one of us, we honor community, we honor each and every person that God has on the earth. No matter how they're living, no matter what they're doing, we honor who God created us to be, all right? And so this is a scripture that applies some reverence, some fear, and some honor to God. I think that's one of the things that's missing in the world today. We don't honor God, so therefore we don't honor each other. We're really awful with each other. If we want to see blessings take place on the earth, we have to honor God 
And we have to position ourselves. Lord, am I honoring you? Am I doing what it is you're telling me to do? Am I following your word? Am I obeying your commandments? Am I living by faith and not by sight? Am I exemplifying purity and holiness and reverence in the earth today? Or if I, am I living uh, impurely and harming others, harming ourselves? And are, are we doing these kinds of things? So we need to establish a culture of honoring God and honoring each other. You know, it's very easy to prophesy if you learn how to honor God and learn how to honor people. If you see them as God sees them, if you see them as created beings that he loves very, very much, if you honor people, you raise up into a heavenly place that carries a culture of honor. And what you say that is a blessing will open up a door for greater blessing to come from your mouth. Do you know that? Like your tongue will start to flow prophetically if you honor people. If you remove yourself for a second from a situation you're in and people that are around you, and you just begin to see how God honors them and loves them, just open up your mouth and boom, so many amazing things are going to happen. Actually, we were just here in Houston. I was sharing that with you. And we went out to have dinner after the Crown Conference. And it was myself and um, Elder Debbie and a, fr a friend of ours uh, who's also involved as an ambassador here. And um, we, um, we were ministering to the... Uh, waiter, the waiter, is a young waiter, and he had a name tag on, and one of the women that I was with recognized that his name, recognized his name, and he didn't even know what his name meant, but we knew that there was something very important about his name, so we looked it up, and his name was so special that it had reverence to God, and so we began to share that with him and he just ministered so much to him. And so you're called to be a blessing. You're blessed to be a blessing everywhere that you go. So if you see people and you're recognizing something about them, just open up your mouth and honor them, honor them. No matter what age they are, young, old, honor them for how they happen to be serving God by serving you. And so we were blessing the waiter as God had given us a way to bless him by simply just speaking life into him and recognizing his name and, and what his name means. And it brought honor to God. So whew, I just got excited with that one. Okay, this is the last door for right now. Okay, so this is door 21. This is all I'm going to give you. So next week, you're going to have to tune in for 22, 23, and 24. Okay, door 21. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 6. Okay, so this one says, But one has testified somewhere saying, What is man that you remember him? or the son of man that you are concerned about him. You have made him, as in Jesus Christ, for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and have appointed him over the works of your hands. You have put all things on subjection under his feet. For in subjecting all things to him, he left nothing that is not subject to him. But now we do not yet see all things subjected to him. Okay, let's, let's remove the confusion here. But basically, this is talking about Jesus Christ, okay? And so, it says specifically, and this is the focus I want you to have, you have crowned him with glory and honor. So, Jesus himself was crowned with glory and honor. And so, we are called to honor him. And the more we honor him, the more that door 
is open. The more we submit to him in reverence, submit to the Lord, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The more we properly position ourselves as ones that live in this culture of honor, we are going to be opening up and unlocking the doors of heaven. People ask me all the time, how do you access heaven? Well, why don't you start with honoring God first? Because once you honor God first, and this is the month of first fruits, you unlock a culture of honor. Heaven is a culture of honor. Do you know in heaven, people are honoring one another. They're honoring who they are, who they were created to be. They're honoring them as created beings of God himself. They are, it's a culture of honor. We're honoring God. We're honoring Jesus, honoring Holy Spirit, honoring one another, honoring what God created on the earth, honoring stewardship, ambassadorship. We are called to be citizens of the kingdom of heaven that give one another honor. Why don't you try in your home? If you're female, honor your husband. If you're a male, honor your wife. Then honor your children. Children, honor your parents. Begin to honor your elderly parents. Come on, we need to change things sometimes. We want to see God do all these amazing things in our lives, but we don't honor each other. If you do not honor each other, don't expect to see God honoring you. If you honor God, don't honor everybody in your life. So work on how much you honor God, and then you'll honor other people. So whew, that's a word for somebody right there. Honor God first. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. It's one of the doors that I talked about last week, or it's one of the first seven. I can't quite remember, but it's one of the keys for this month. Honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruits of all of your increase. Then your uh, barns will be overflowing and your vats filled with new wine. Now listen, that word honor is the word kabod. It means glory. So when we say honor, we're opening up the portals of glory. Come on, someone needs to write that down right now. You talk about the glory of God. You want to access the glory of God. You want to be in the glory of God. You want to feel and experience his presence. But if you honor the Lord, you are glorying the Lord. You are in his glory. Honor the Lord with your substance means what's the substance of your faith? Is your faith little? Is it big? Do you put everything into faith? Do you put it in what you see, what you hear? Or do you tap into what you may not even know but is still in a realm of heaven. So honor the Lord and see the glory release. All right, that's all I'm going to share with you right now. Come on, you need to share this with a friend. We're getting close to February 1st, Thursday, February 1st. That's my next live Zoom class. You don't want to miss it. 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. You want to get to know me? You want to get to know all about the Hebrew calendar, all about how to live the ascension life in 2024. Come on, you're going to need to know this because things are going to get difficult. And if you don't know how to ascend above it, if you don't know how to live in these realms of glory and these realms of heaven, it will be difficult to make it because everything, when things get tough, become about us. It becomes about what we have. It becomes about what we do. Self-consciousness is involved. We become involved with each other and our needs. That's all we can think about. If you ever think about a crisis, it's always about what people need in the crises, right? Our world functions around an attitude of lack based on what we need. Now, in heaven, there is not need because everything is full and complete. So what you need to learn is how to live in what's whole and complete. 
And come on, it is not that easy for humans to live in what is whole and complete. You might think, oh, well, if I have a million dollars, I'll be able to live in wholeness and completeness. No, you won't. Because if you get a million dollars and you lack everything, you're going to blow the million dollars because you're going to think that, that you need everything. You're not going to steward it well. You got to learn to live in the realms of fullness. Then you're going to get your million dollars because then God's going to be able to show you how he wants to spend the million dollars to bless others because he's already fulfilled all of your need. Come on, I'm talking to somebody right now. This is how can we see basketball stars fall, football stars. We see great leaders who are who make a tremendous amount of money and and you know what? They could not steward their life if they if anything depended on it. Bless their hearts. They waste all of their money in an instant because they don't have a heart that's full. They have a heart of need, even though they had a gift that properly positioned them to be the recipient of a whole lot of money that they couldn't manage. So it's time for us to rethink things. And it's time to start now in January, the first month of the Gregorian calendar year. If you haven't yet got a copy of my book, 365 Prophetic Revelations from the Hebrew Calendar, pick that up now. Come on. We are in the month of Shavat. It is a powerful month. It means to strike. It is a month where God is releasing angels in the earth. And you're getting a new angel. There's new angel assignments. God is assigning people to do things and he's putting angels in the pathway for that. So get a copy of my book and start start your daily reading, your daily prayer time to stay in line with God's Hebrew calendar. I've also got 13 messages online. You can download those, download those um, MP3. Go to my website at candacesmithman.com. This book is not released to the public until February 6th. The only way to get it is through uh, going to my website. If you're overseas, it's best for you to wait until February 6th only because it is costing a tremendous amount of money these days with the cost of inflation for me to be able to send things overseas. But it will be available in all bookstores all overseas starting on February 6th as well as on Audible. So I just want to encourage you, go to my website, especially if you're in the United States, and I will start putting out links once I have them uh, from Amazon on all the different nations where you can purchase the book. But um, it's it's an awesome book. You want a prophetic word for every day from the Hebrew calendar? This is a good one. All right, well, listen, I love you. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for my friend. It's January. It's a time of setting ourselves apart, consecrating ourselves, and purifying ourselves. God is doing a major thing. Lord, I thank you that you're keeping us in alignment with you. Let us pray, fast, and give. Share with us what a first fruit offering is, Father, so that we're able to bless you with the whole of something. Where the lump is holy, the, the where the root is holy, the lump is holy, the branches are holy. And so, Father, we just praise you and we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Whew, and some of you need a healing right now, so I just speak healing over your life in the mighty name of of Jesus. Whew. Glory. Hallelujah. All right. We'll see you next week. Share this with a friend. Be blessed.